Good day, Deboho speaking here. I'm back again with our beautiful topic called Discovery. I'm excited again to be back with you and we're going to chat and have a good time on this topic. It's a beautiful Thursday afternoon and as promised, I said that I'll do it at podcast for us to enjoy as we chat along. Discovery, discovery, discovery. And we know we've discussed what it is. Discovery simply means to know thyself. Discovery simply means to understand who you are, why you're here. It answers quite a lot of questions. I have been going through this journey and I'm I'm still going through it to discover who I am. I want to answer a question here or ask a question. This is the question. When somebody asks you your name, and I need you to think deeply about this. When someone asks you your name, you say, my name is, and you mention your name. Who is my, and who does this name belong to? You'll simply say, the name belongs to me. But who is me? Example, someone asks you, Whose car is this? You will say, this is my car. Who's me, my, and whose car? Two separate things, right? So, me is you. Car is a separate object. So, does it mean that when you say my name is, means that you've got a separate object that is who you are and this name that belongs to a label? When you say my name is, or when a person passes away, they say their remains were taken to a mortuary, or his body was found in a ditch. Why do they say this? Why do they separate the two? Why is it like that? Even in the Bible, his body was buried. Does it mean that there's a separate entity outside of who we are? The answer to this is yes. There definitely is a separate entity, but it's not about the matter of belief. It is who you are. You're not just body. You definitely are not just body. Your mind is your master to your body. Your body does whatever your mind tells it. But who controls the mind? You. You control the mind. But who is you? It is that which controls the mind and the mind that controls the body. So there's three of you. Let me make an example. When this creation happened, there's a desire or purpose for the creation to happen, right? So in other words, things must happen or creation has to happen. So when God created an apple tree, he put purpose in an an apple tree. What is this purpose in an apple tree? The purpose in an apple tree is produce apples. That's it. The apple tree is happy so long as it produces apples. Do we know it's happy? How do we know it's happy? It produces apples, good apples, nice and sweet. So in other words, a tree has fulfilled its purpose because it has produced apples. It has done what the tree needs to do. A human being has more of a purpose than an apple tree. More. 
But what directs a human being to attain this purpose? Think of it this way. In the world today, we have 8 billion human beings. 8 billion. What cost them? Well, sexual intimacy, obviously. But what cost sexual intimacy? Desire to connect. If there was no desire, there would be maybe 10 people on earth or none. So that desire is a drive to create more people. In other words, the desire for sexual intimacy, which is obviously love and all the other components that go with it, has made this earth to be filled up with people. It simply starts from the desire. Now, to create more people, desire had to happen inside a person to create a family. But that's not all. We also have a desire to attain, to build, to create, to fulfill our purpose here. But what drives that desire? What drives that? What, why do some people climb mountains for the sake of it? They just have to do it. Others practice music for days and days and years and they just have to do it. Yet others, like Thomas Edison, had to find creation of a light bulb and failed 3,000 times. What drove him? What desire did he have? Purpose. Purpose. That purpose, it is, my name is, that my, that which drives your mind to work in towards a purpose. Your brain has to just help your body to drive the purpose. Your brain does not drive itself. Your brain is a function that controls your body. But you drive your brain. You understand this? Does it make sense? It's quite exciting when you think about it. This has nothing to do with religion or belief or a doctrine. It is just a fact. It really is a fact that the desire, the passion, the drive, the push that make you do what you do is called you. Not your body, not your mind, but you. <laughs> my name is, always think about it deeply. My name is, my car, my name is, separates two things into one. Some people drive are driven by a passion. We call it passion. We call it drive. We call it desire. We call it talent. We call it gift. Whatever it is that we call it, a lot of people are driven by this thing called you. That spirit or drive or passion or gift that you have inside of you is driving you to live your life fully. You live your life fully because that drives you. When you fail, it just pushes you to find creative ways to find it. That's a driver. That's a purpose. That's you. I know this might not really sound appropriate or it might be confusing. But next time you ask yourself, my name is, think of this. It's two separate entities. It's exactly the same as this is my car. As you would say, this is my name. And then when a person passes on, they say, 
his body was buried or her body was found in a fridge so why her why do they separate the body from the purpose from the person just think simply about this but we'll go on and, and, and understand and find out there's a lot of ways that I, I cannot wait to share with you to let you know how beautiful and easy it is once you discover this all of a sudden you find that problems around you do not go away but they become smaller they become solutions that can be solved it doesn't mean that problems will go away you can attain just anything because of the purpose that you have there's many steps that we are going to discover but i would like to summarize just a few that i have here think of these eight steps just think of these eight steps and just try to practice these i'll tell you on friday or tomorrow how we can find these step number one start by visualizing your ideal self who you are go deeply into it step number two explore your passions Step number three, try new things. If you've never cooked before, start cooking. If you've cooked many meals, try a new meal. An Indian cuisine, a French cuisine, um, a Chinese cuisine, or any other thing, an African cuisine, whatever you feel like. Try new things. Four, evaluate your skills. Five, Identify what you value about yourself. What is it that you like about you? Six, ask yourself questions. The greatest question you can ever ask yourself is the question, why? Seven, learn something new. As in trying something new, learn something new. And eight, and finally, keep a journal. Go to your diary write what you learned today or what you want to learn you will be so shocked of what you do or what you didn't do or miss doing try this and you'll see where it takes you guys the journey of self-discovery is interesting the journey of self-discovery is wonderful and most of us don't discover this and people who have discovered this find that life and living is easy it becomes easier and easier you eliminate things like stress anxiety fear failure and pain it doesn't mean that problems go away you just look at problems differently now you just look at problems in a different perspective let's try this we continue in our journey self-discovery guys thank you very much for listening i'm so glad and looking forward to continuing this journey with us it's going to be very 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 excited i'm just so excited to talk about this but for now Let's chill, relax, try those eight steps. Let's chat next time. See you.